grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is from Isaiah 35. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus, and it shall blossom abundantly. Rejoice with joy and sing. Dear friends of Christ, I don't know where your spirit is at in the season of Christmas and Advent uh, joy. And sometimes we can sing with joy and, and we're, we're engaged and we're right there. Our hearts are light and we're, the voices are bright and we're singing because we're feeling the joy of Christ's promises in our lives. And then, like probably most of us, uh, it's dull and the joy is not abundant. Our hearts, because we are sinful, isn't feeling all of that. It is a Sunday to rejoice. This is the third Sunday, the pink Sunday. And so that's our theme, joy. And Isaiah echoes that joy in his prophecy here. He talks about that. He sees a desert, he sees a wasteland. And this desert wasteland is Israel, his people, his land is desolate, for there's no water in the land. But that land which was desolate is now flowing with water. That land that was desolate is now overwhelmed with abundance. And from the wasteland, things are growing. I want you to think about this desert wasteland of Israel as being a time of spiritual renewal in our souls. How our souls are in a desert wasteland. Saw the movie about Mr. Rogers yesterday. And it was interesting as he goes around about life, how he would touch people by just simply reminding them how broken they are. And letting them think about their brokenness and their hurts and their wounds and all their emotions. And he wouldn't talk about their need for Christ. He'd let them figure that out. But he'd make them see how their relationships were broken and and how they struggled. And Then he'd love on them. And they'd think about that. And in the midst of their desert, they would start to see the waters flowing, the hope. We're living in that hope right now where the waters are flowing and we have the promise of forgiveness and we have the promise of joy and all of that. And Isaiah talks about that. He says, gladness and joy will overtake them and their sighing will flee away. Your sighing will flee away. Streams of joy will pour into your heart as we celebrate the message of Christ this Christmas. Joy will overtake us. That's our theme. I want you to think about how a desert changes when an abundant rain pours upon it. I mean, the dry sands all of a sudden break in to abundance of growth. Everything turns green. It's quite amazing. 
And so Isaiah says, The desert and the parched land will be glad, and the wilderness will rejoice and blossom. The land of Israel had been a land flowing with milk and honey, the, the Bible describes it. It's a place flowing with milk and honey. There's mineral in the hills. There's food in the prairies. And then the people of God turned from God. And God withdrew the rain upon the land. If you've been to Israel today, you understand it's kind of a semi-arid, semi-type of desert. God had removed His blessings from their hearts, too. There wasn't joy there. The barren wasteland, because the people were, as Isaiah said, a sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, Children who deal corruptly, they've forsaken the Lord, they've despised the Holy One of Israel, and they are utterly estranged. And so God uses the desert to describe this condition. Appropriate, right? Completely barren, completely dried up. A desert is a picture of lifeless corruption. There are skulls scattered about the landscape carcasses dried up there's the sand and the heat and the withered plants the cracked parched soil hills that are barren valleys that are dry and i want you to think i want you to think about all the people and their souls are dry and barren they don't know christ They don't have a promise. They don't have a future of joy. They're living in the land of corruption, and they don't know the forgiveness of sins. And they don't know a relationship with God. Their souls are dried, they're parched, and they're dead. Now I want you to think. I want you to think about what Jesus has done to save them. I want you to think about Jesus has come to save us, to deliver us, to rescue us from this darkness, from this hopelessness, from this land of brokenness in our relationships, from sin and from despair. However, without Jesus, there's no hope. And Isaiah expresses that hopelessness. The grass withers and the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. Oh, sure, they can put up magnificent displays of lights around their house to celebrate Christmas, and they can have an awesome display in their front yard of Santa Claus and the reindeer. But that brilliant display of lights does not shine in their souls. It means nothing if they don't know the Christ of Christmas. However, let's not make the mistake of looking at other people and judging them because today is about judging us. Today is about looking at ourselves, the brokenness within, the lack of joy, the lack of celebration of understanding God's promise to see that our souls are shriveled up with sin and what sin does to us as sin takes away our joy and robs us from our joy. 
And so we say with the psalmist, as a deer pants for a stream of water, so my soul longs, pants after you, O God. And you can see a a deer in a desert coming upon a stream, and it's because we're living in that barrenness. And how desperately we want to drink. My soul yearns. My soul yearns for Christ to come. My soul yearns for a time of refreshing. The joy that Christ brings. The joy of forgiveness. The joy of salvation. You know, rains come, the desert blooms, and Isaiah says, The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus, and the desert shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. A lot of joy there. A lot of rejoicing as a desert comes to life. Desert rains are abundant, and it changes everything. Again, it's amazing what happens. There are huge trees, that big gigantic trees that grow in the desert. And then they go into hibernation until the next rain. With water, the desert becomes a paradise. Now, I want you to think. Think. What would the waters of baptism do to your parched soul? When the tree of the living life lives within you. How that water fills up our soul. And how the lives of people change. Hey, I've seen it. I've seen how the lives of people change. You've seen it too. Where somebody comes, an unbeliever comes, and they have nothing. And an unbeliever, because they trusted in themselves, they've looked inside themselves for joy. They've looked inside themselves for peace. They've looked inside themselves for hope. And there's no hope. And there's, and there's, there's a dried part soul within. And then they hear the message of the birth of a child. And then they hear the hope of a promised Savior. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who has come. And they wonder in amazement at the birth of this child. God in human flesh. And yet they know everything in this life comes to nothing. Everything in this life dries up. Everything in this life dies. And they see this God in human flesh and they joyfully confess, the Word became flesh and dwelled among us and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten, Son of the Father, full of grace and truth. And then Jesus comes and everything changes as He tabernacles and He tents among us and He makes us living among us to save us so that the living waters of Christ can flow within our souls. And everything changes. Our souls are filled with joy and they rejoice with joy and singing. If the full-throttled joy of Christmas hasn't quite reached your soul yet, then listen to what Isaiah tells us. Strengthen the weak knees, make, no, strengthen the weak hands, make firm the feeble knees, and say to those who have anxious hearts, be strong, fear not, Behold, your God will come with vengeance. He will come to save you. You know, there are times in your life where your hands have shaken, your knees have trembled. 
Now, I want you to remember maybe a time where you were at the hospital, maybe the emergency room, maybe it was you or maybe a loved one. You thought they were dying. Or maybe they were. And your heart pounded in your chest. Death was near. And there's fear. And one day we're going to have to face God face to face. And then there's that fear. What's going to happen when I see him face to face on that day of judgment? But without a Savior, we have no one to protect us. Without a Savior, there is no time of refreshing. There's no deliverer. There's, there's no one to be with us in that moment. However, with Jesus, everything changes. With Jesus, a desert becomes a place of rejoicing. And we stand before, the God, before God on that day of judgment with joy. I'm here in the blood of Christ. And by the blood of Christ, I'm saved. And why do we sing? Because we've been rescued. We've been delivered. Be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with a vengeance. He will come to save you. And Jesus will come with a vengeance to conquer your enemies, to crush your enemies. And Jesus comes to crush sin. He comes to crush Satan. He comes to crush death. Nails, spears shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. Don't be afraid. Be strong. Fear not. Your God will come and save you. And understand this. The rest of your problems in life pale in comparison to the victory we have in Christ Jesus. Listen, don't ever underestimate the power of those hands. Don't ever estimate the power of Christ and His forgiving love to flow into us. Like a stream in the desert, Christ is powerful. And Isaiah reminds us of his power. It says, Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped, and, they, and, they, and then shall the lame man leap like the deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. And then we think, don't we? We think about his miracles. We think about how the lame walk. We think about how the deaf were able to hear how the dead came to life. And what does Jesus do for you? And what does Jesus do for you? He heals your soul and everything changes. That parched land, that desert, flows with the living promise of God. And Isaiah reminds us that Jesus is like the rain that falls in the desert. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool. The thirsty ground, bubbling springs in the haunts where the jackals once lay grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. Listen, this is the month of December. This is the month where we celebrate all this. And it's the month uh, to worship in a special way. And of course... We come to worship with joy because Christ has come. That's what Advent is about, His coming. And Christ has come. He's transformed your hearts by His coming with a love that renews your soul. 
It renews you. Renews the desert and he comes to you. And that, this is what the prophet Isaiah saw. This was his vision. It's you. You're his vision. You are the stream of living water, Christ flowing in you. He didn't see a stream of living water. He didn't see, see a stream of flowing water. No, he saw a stream of people and Christ flowing through those people. He saw us and he says, And a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the way of holiness. And the unclean shall not pass over that highway. And that highway shall belong to those who walk on the way. I want you to imagine a road, a highway, with no bad drivers. (laughs) With no one who can hit you from the rear or swipe you from the side. A highway where nobody can hurt you. Now, in, in Isaiah's language here, he's not talking about an interstate with cars on it. Didn't have cars back then. No, he's talking about our lives. He's talking about us as we journey through this life on the highway of life. We're on a journey. And the people of faith, as we go through this life, are going to go through moments of brokenness. But as we go through the brokenness, we live in the promises that God brings. And those promises bring us joy, and we live with that joy as we live together, as we travel together, as we make the journey together. We live together in the promises of God, husband and wife. We live together in the promises of God, parents and children, as a congregation. And on this highway of life, the lions and the tigers and the bears can't hurt us. And Isaiah says, No lion shall be there, nor shall there be any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there. Now I want you to think. Think about heaven. You know, we won't have to lock our doors there. There'll be no one to steal. And there God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. There'll be no more suffering or pain. But God wants you to understand you have the joy right now. The joy of His promises are flowing fully in you right now. Sure, in heaven we'll have God's full protection. But you have God's protection right now. And that's what Paul meant in Romans when he said, nothing in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In the midst of our most trying moments in life, we can say with joy, God is my refuge and strength, my ever-present help in times of trouble. So we gather to worship. And, And Isaiah says, The ransomed of the Lord will return. They will come into the church. They will come to Zion with the people of God. And they will come with singing. Everlasting joy will be on their heads. Everlasting joy on their heads. I want you to think. Think. Think about all the great hymns that we sing this time of year. The great tunes. The great words. The music. I want you to think about Christmas's past. And, and of course, a, a light of a candle shining in your face, illuminating 
the darkness as you sing Silent Night. And think about all the joy of that moment. And from my vantage point up here, I get to see your faces illumined by the candle. And I get to see your faces sing with joy, silent night, holy night. And why do we sing? And why do we rejoice? Because the kindness and goodness of God is flowing through us like a stream in the desert. And Isaiah says, gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and sighing will flee away. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.